Welcome to Vibrant Body and Abundant Life with Tanya Penny. Listen in and learn how to use new mind, body, and spirit wisdom and supportive tools to move beyond your fears, self-doubts, and limiting beliefs. Tanya is devoted to helping you heal pain, illness, and trauma so you can enjoy a healthy body and balanced lifestyle. You deserve to fully live your passionate, purposeful life with abundance and freedom. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Vibrant Body and Abundant Life, an inspiring, empowering series where some of the world's cutting-edge mind, body, spirit, healers, coaches, and leaders are coming together to share with you not only their wisdom, but their tools to support you to move beyond any fears, self-doubt, limiting belief systems, also that you can heal pain, illness, and trauma. I am your host, Tanya Penny, and I am an occupational therapist and vibrant body and abundant life coach. And I'm here because I'm devoted to supporting you to have a healthy body, a peaceful mind, and a balanced lifestyle so that you can fully live your passionate, purposeful life with abundance and really ultimate freedom. Oh, yes. Today, I am excited to share the wisdom of Heather Fanton with you. We are going to be diving into a really important key of your truth and boundaries. And boundaries not only with other people, but with yourself. And as always, we are live today, which means if you are joining us live on the phone, you can raise your hand, star two, if you have any questions, comments, um, ahas, anything at all that you'd like to share with us today. This is a safe container for that. And if you are on the webcast, which I see many of you are today, you can Submit your questions, comments, and ahas in the box that is somewhere on the screen. <laughs> I don't know where it is right now. It's somewhere on the screen. Sometimes it moves around. So let's see. Yeah, for those of you who don't know Heather, let me just tell you a little bit about her. And um, yeah, why I'm so grateful. I know we're moving into Thanksgiving for those of you in the United States, and I'm um, Feeling grateful today for this reconnection with what I would call my soul sister, Heather. We met in a business coaching program, I believe it was in 2013. So wow, like five years ago. And um, we just formed a bond and have connected on and off over the years. And um, just felt really called to have her come in and join me on a conversation for this important topic today of truth and boundaries. So I really feel it's going to be powerful today, you guys, whether you're live or listening to the replay. Um, just be ready. <laughs> I think we're going to we're going to have some really um, life changing things to say today that are really going to benefit you. So Heather is a spiritual breakthrough coach who empowers her audience to live passion-fueled lives, awake, aware, and aligned. He invites us to make sense of the past 
end unhealthy patterns and relationships and remove blocks to authentic happiness and love with her fierce dedication to help humanity awaken and heal. On the cutting edge of inner work to facilitate lasting change, Heather is a truth teller, sacred space holder, and loving guide on a mission to set you free from suffering so that you too can take your power back, serve your highest good, and fulfill your true purpose. Heather combines her extensive training with modern modalities to empower thousands of people all across the globe with practical tools and spiritual principles to heal relationships, starting with self, set healthy boundaries, and see the magic and wonder of life, ready for all it has to offer. Ooh, thank you, Heather, for being here. Welcome. Thank you so much. It's so wonderful to be here, and I love that our journey has brought us back together once again, and I just also feel and consider you such a soul sister, and you just there's such a deep resonance of, of what we're here to do and how we think and how we feel and what our passions are, and so it's an honor to reconnect once again, my dear. Thank you for having me. Mm, yeah, thank you. I know as we talked about earlier um, before we jumped on live that the last year, and I'm going to be honest, for me, the last two years has really been, um, gosh, so much of this this key that we're talking about today of your truth and boundaries. And we were both mm-hmm. called to slow down quite a bit over this past year. Maybe it was two years for you, too. I don't know. But I would love for you to share a little bit about your journey to living your truth, whether it was in the last one to two years or whether it's been since mm. the beginning, like whatever you feel called to share today. I think that our stories are so powerful and um, yeah, we just love to hear more about what your journey to truth and of course boundaries are part of that. What, what that has looked like for you. Mm, yeah, absolutely. I'd love to. And you know, it is, it's, I'm, I'm thinking as you're saying that I'm thinking to myself, wow, there's been so much this last year that has redirected me to be, living back in alignment with my truth and you know whenever I seem to get a little bit off course and I'm out of alignment life has a way of redirecting me and giving me the signs and signals that it's time to to slow down to tune in and to get back into alignment and um, you know for me this journey to living my truth it started a long time ago, back when I was in the middle of my own, you know, what I would call my dark night of the soul, my breakdown, and had a profound spiritual awakening when I was about 18 years old. At a time when I was very much living out of alignment with my truth, I was not conscious. I was not aware of um, just the, the fact that I was so out of alignment with the truth of who I was and who I am today. And so, I don't know, I feel like it's important potentially for, for your listeners to know and for me to even share, you know, what, what my truth is, like what is truth? And I consider truth, you know, a higher truth. I, I describe it as living in alignment with true norm. And, and so when I'm, when I'm coaching, I, I talk to my clients about having this internal compass. And this internal compass for me, it's always in alignment with higher truth, wisdom, and love, that true north, that true alignment of really being deeply aligned in my core is living in alignment with with truth, wisdom, and love. It's making decisions from that place and 
having, you know, for me, one of my core values is integrity. So it's like being in integrity with my truth and living from that place of alignment and, and being in alignment with true north. So, you know, knowing what your truth is, I think for a lot of people is the first objective, you know, discovering what that is. What is your true north? What is your truth? What does living in alignment with that look like? And so I think that's something that's just so important and so powerful for people to, to discover so that they even know what their truth is. Uh, yeah, let's just pause there for a moment and go deeper into that. <laughs> because I think so many of us have been living other people's truths. Yes. And so, right, so not only, like, so we're like, here we are, like, running around, speaking, taking actions, et cetera, that are actually not in alignment with our truth. So, yes, step yeah. number one, I think for most people, and I know everyone listening here may have already started that. Some of you, actually, this may be completely new to you. I know for a lot of my new clients, they're like, I honestly don't even know what my truth is. Exactly. And, <laughs> and it's not something like we were talking about before we, we went live today. Like we, me and you thought we were. Mm -hmm. um, we thought we were speaking and acting from a place of our truth. And then as we go deeper, it's realizing, oh, my gosh, there was still conditioning belief mm -hmm. systems that were holding us back. And so now we're going another layer. So it's not like this happens overnight, you guys. <laughs> right, yeah, Heather? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, when I, so for me, like, if, if I just want to invite all of the listeners to think about, that internal compass and it's like there's a compass and that true north is when you are acting feeling and thinking in alignment with love and and whenever you are out of alignment with your truth you're out of alignment with love and so living my higher truth is always going to bring me back to love and it's going to be that you know that honoring of what my soul's truth is in any given moment because it changes Right? What my soul yeah. wants and desires, what I need changes as I change and evolve and as my life circumstances change and evolve. And so the thing I maybe thought was what was in alignment <laughs> with my truth changes. It changes sometimes. And so we, we, not, we just get to kind of learn how to identify it and learn how to flow with it and be open to that evolution of being in alignment in our lives so you know over mm, the years I think I, I've just yeah no I'm just gonna say good. I love <laughs> I, I love that perspective of like I think this is important right like so some of us yeah. haven't been living our truth at all because we've been doing it for other people but sometimes we have been living our truth and then yes it's like that permission to change or understanding yeah. that you know what this was true for me at one point in my life and now at this point, you know what? I'm realizing it's no longer true. Um, right. You know, my example is like, oh, yeah, I was called to do vir just virtual um, coaching and programs for about five years. And now my truth is I'm needing to do more in-person things. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I love that you brought up that point that it's not that you were like messing up sometimes. It was just like, oh, that was true then, and now I'm giving myself permission to change Yes, uh, because my truth has changed. Right, yeah. 
absolutely. And, you know, it's like a lot of, you know, people say that, I'm sure you hear this all the time too, that people have um, really are challenged with, struggle with speaking their truth. And the thing for me is that I always want to help people to, first of all, identify what their truth really is. Because a lot of times what we think is our truth really isn't the truth. And so what we think is our truth in that moment might be coming from a place of projection or judgment or blame or defense or attack, right? So over the years, I've gotten really good at for myself and, and training with my clients about taking a step back when there's a difficult situation and really just pausing and evaluating what's really going on here. Like what is really going on here? So first of all, identifying what that truth really is. And so that looks like slowing down, tuning in, checking in with how am I feeling and why? What am I making this mean? And then discovering what's really going on. Because anytime that I'm, I'm upset or feeling hurt or triggered or you get thrown off your center or you're mad, that is an indication that you're out of alignment with your truth or true north, as I call it, and out of alignment with love. And so that is an indication that there's something in it for you. There's an opportunity. And I always say, you know, everything is happening for you if you let it. <laughs> if you choose you to see to, it that way. If you let it. <laughs> if, you, yes. if you choose to see it that way. That's funny you said that because I just sent an email out to my community for the podcast. And I also talked about gratitude right before our call today. And, you know, it kind of goes, it's kind of a tie to this where it's like if yes. you choose to see and have gratitude, even for the quote unquote things that look challenging or bad. Um, that's where oftentimes there are nuggets of more truth, right? Mm -hmm. Helping you to have more truth and therefore more alignment with your true self if you allow it. And yes, I'd like to spend yeah. a little more time talking about, you said um, slowing down. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people are actually being called to slow down. I mean, I know me and you throughout our life have been called to slow down with challenges and illnesses and, and things like that. But I think just in like the past year or so, more people are being called to slow down. And if we don't listen, then of course, yes, illness happens or other life breakdowns. Mm -hmm. And I think when we slow down, or maybe what we're afraid of slowing down, um, what will come up is really looking at those fears. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. what are, what are all those fears? Um, mm -hmm. and you could call them, you know, past, right. The things that happened in the past. So the lens that we're, we're looking at things is through our past and, and might not actually be true right now. And then right. also looking at what fears are holding us back from mm -hmm. really getting in touch with discovering and living our truth. So would, would love you, you know, if you're, yeah. Have anything else to add and talk a little bit more about the fears and the past? I think that would be really helpful for people listening. Yeah. And it's so, you know, one of the big ideas I, te I say I teach a lot of big ideas. So these big ideas are just, you know, it's a different way of looking at something. Right. So, you know, one of the big ideas that I teach is that the only place the past exists is in your mind. And all suffering yeah. happens on the level of the mind. So if you want to change your life, you have to change your mind. <laughs> So yes. when you recognize that you're getting thrown off your center and you're triggered, you're feeling upset, you're hurt, you're mad, 
and and again that's an indication that there is something there for you and and if we take a look at and understand that you know ultimately everything on the planet is always evolving as are we we are a species that is also evolving on this planet that we live on that is constantly trying to keep things in balance in homeostasis and so when something is throwing us off center it is an indication an invitation to get back into balance and so when when you're getting triggered it's hitting something inside of you it's, it wouldn't be triggering you if it wasn't hitting something already inside of you. And so I talk a lot about that core programming. And when we understand that, you know, it is triggering a deeper core wound or a fear, as you mentioned, or a belief about yourself that needs your love and attention. So if something is coming up for you and there's a difficult situation and you're getting thrown off your center and you're getting triggered, it's hitting something that needs your love. And it's a part of you that still potentially needs healing or forgiveness or, you know, a release, an emotional release. It could potentially be triggering a deep fear that you have about yourself and about what is and isn't possible for you. A fear of rejection, a fear of abandonment, a fear that you're not worthy of love and belonging. And along with that, all of the, the, the negative core beliefs that come with that, right? So believing that I'm not good enough, believing that I'm not um, pretty enough or smart enough or rich enough, all of the enough, like we've got all of those, right? Or, or believing that we have to take care of everyone else in order to get our core needs met. And that's something else I think oh, is really important to understand, right? That people pleasing um, and giving so much to everyone else because we are trying to get our needs met and something I, I you know it's so important for people to to really get that all human behavior where it, that, that driver of all human behavior is deep down that core need that core desire to feel a sense of love and belonging yes let's let's spend a little time there because i feel that like that is a huge one for, I mean, probably everyone on the planet, but definitely people listening to this, whether it's live or the replay is oftentimes, you know, let's just rewind to childhood, right? That's mm -hmm. where, <laughs> and yes, we can do past life stuff too, but let's just rewind to childhood in this right. lifetime. And, yeah. and, you know, how many times we people, we did people pleasing or we did the overachieving thing. I call that superhuman mm -hmm. syndrome, right? Yeah. Or tried to be perfect, right? Try, yeah. try to be perfect. And we, and we, and we did those things, right? We, we got caught up in those patterns because we thought that they would give us love and for some of us just keep us safe. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. For people that grew up in really abusive households, it just, we thought they would keep us safe. And maybe it worked and maybe it didn't, right? Mm -hmm. But here, but, he, but, but the thing is now we're adults and yep. obviously these patterns aren't working. <laughs> yeah. Right? Or you wouldn't be yeah. sick or you wouldn't be having breakdowns or whatever. So it's, I think it's really shining the light on, you know, what Heather said, you know, all of, all of the different belief systems, um, you know, we're talking about fears, but really it's underneath is like these belief systems that if I don't, do this or this or this, or I'm not good enough, so I've got to prove myself to be perfect or fill in the blank with all of them. If we don't really discover and shift those, yeah, 
then it's going to be really hard to live our truth, to discover yeah. it even maybe, and, you know, to mm-hmm. discover it and then live it. Yeah. Yeah. And that first step, I mean, you know, the first step of all of this is awareness, right? So having this yeah. greater awareness of your own patterns and, you know, the indication, or let's just say the opportunity, the invitation is that whenever you're feeling off, when something's coming up for you, that's when you know you've got some work to do. And it will bring you to a place of greater discovery of what it is that is inside of you that needs to be addressed. That basically, it just needs your love and attention. And so as you, as you do that work to undo the fear, to face the fear, to reevaluate whether or not that thing that you believe is true is actually true, you know, or take a look at it and see, okay, if I give up people pleasing, then what, right? Because there's a fear that you, you think you're getting your needs met through the people pleasing or the overachieving or whatever it is, or the perfectionism. So you think that you're getting those needs, basic core needs met of love and belonging. So you're getting attention through that. So it's, you know, attention equals love. And if I'm loved, then I'm, then I'm safe, like I belong. So it's all really about just that basic core need that we have, that most primal instinctual need of ours to survive. You know, it's from that part of the brain that is looking at how do I stay safe and how do I get my needs met? And we know that we are a communal species, like we we need each other to survive. So, you know, because of that, we are hardwired to figure out how to fit in, how to belong. And so we've got to, through the process of, you know, becoming aware that this is a pattern and that it's no longer serving us, address the fears that are deeper down in order to be able to shift out of the pattern. Yes. So you heard it, you guys. Step number one is just, and me and Heather are like two peas in a pod, right? It's like, it's the awareness of what are those fears? What are those beliefs? And we yeah. didn't, I don't think either of us mentioned it, Heather, but I, I think underneath um, a lot of that, like, again, we're going to keep just going down deeper to the core, is that um, when we say fear of survival, there's also that fear of being alone. Mm-hmm. Um, like, there's that belief if we are our true, authentic self, then no one is going to love us, and we are going to be alone, and then we're going to die. Yeah. Right? Because that's, yeah. that was yeah. true as children. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, it, it actually was like that was yeah. true as a child. Like if you didn't yeah. get loved, you might your needs might not have got met, and you can't meet your own as a child, so you might have died. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but it's again, it's so discovering what those beliefs and fears are, and I think the alone one's a big one for a lot of us. Oh yeah. And realizing, you know, these are from our our child, right? Our 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 young child, our inner child, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. So having awareness of those, but also realizing that now you, you know, there's much more to it, but now also that you're an adult. And <laughs> the truth is the more authentic you are, the more you're likely to find your tribe, right? Find that right. community of people that, um, so if your belief is if I do this, I'm going to be alone. The opposite truth is if I, Am I true, authentic self? I'm going to more easily attract my tribe or my community or yeah. the people that really love me for who I am, right? Mm, yes, yeah, so good. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And I think, you know, as you go through this process, you really 
you're first becoming aware, as we mentioned, and, and then you're undoing and unlearning the fear so that you can live in greater alignment with your truth. And as you're going through difficult situations and things come up for you, that you can take yourself through that process of self-inquiry that's so powerful to shift out of suffering and, and that you can shift whatever it is that's happening in your life and see it as something that's happening for you, not to you. And that comes through self-inquiry and the, you know, the willingness and the desire to slow down and get quiet and get present and, and check in with yourself and really identify what's really going on and identify or uncover the opportunity for you. And that is always, there's always an opportunity there of, for your soul's growth, healing, or evolution. And so asking yourself the right questions is the most powerful thing that you can do. And I love walking my, my clients through this process and teaching them this. It's just, you know, just really having some, some simple questions that you can ask yourself. The most powerful thing you can do is journal about it instead of just thinking about it. So <laughs> I would encourage everyone. I think writing on paper definitely is important. <laughs> like all people say, oh, yes. there's thoughts running around in my head. And it's like, no, write them down. So what are some of the core questions that you, um, yeah. if you would share them with us, that you have your people reflect and write on in order for them um, to support them to really discover what their truth is? Yeah, yeah, because, you know, as we're talking about here, that that programming from childhood, right? So this, these questions are designed to help you identify. It's, it's a process of self-discovery and self-inquiry where you can really identify what that core operating system of yours looks like. What's going on in the subconscious of your mind? What are you pre-programmed to think and feel? And so you're, you're taking yourself through these questions in order to discover that and then upgrade it when it's necessary, when you, when you recognize that it's no longer serving you and you'd rather think, feel, and believe something else. And so if something's going on, so the first thing is, you know, just like whatever the situation is, the first step is to just simply describe the situation. So, you know, describing the situation of what was going on and who said what, and, and then you kind of start going deeper and, and identify, you know, how are you feeling in that situation? So you write down, how was I feeling? And what was the story that you were creating? So, you know, you're, you're describing the situation and you're identifying how it's making you feel. And then really looking to see, you know, what is the story that I'm creating here? And what am I making this mean? Because we are the meaning makers of our lives. We get to choose the interpretation and remember the interpretation that we're choosing is coming from that deeper programming, from the past. The wound. The past yeah. that doesn't yeah. exist, right? Exactly, from the wound, from the fear, from that negative core belief about yourself. And so you're looking for evidence to prove that those beliefs and thoughts are true. And so it's, it's not reality, right? So we have to take time to get quiet and tune in and look at, what was the situation? What's going on here? What's the story that I'm creating? What am I making this mean? And what am I making this mean about me? So maybe, you know, the situation, as you do these questions and you identify, well, what was I making this mean? Well, that he doesn't really love me, right? And so right. whatever's That's going on. That's a common on, one. Yeah, yeah <laughs> he doesn't really love me. <laughs> and, you know, so maybe what you made it mean was that, you know, like the situation, the story that I'm telling myself is he doesn't listen to me. Well, what's underneath that? What are you making it mean about you? 
well, he, he doesn't love me. Well, what does it mean about you? I'm not lovable. I'm not lovable. Yeah, I'm not lovable. I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. I'm not yeah, cause, and, and I love you know. that example, Heather. I love that example because whether, um, whether it's your sweetie, whether it's a friend, or whether it's yep. your family. And yes. we know it all starts yes. with family usually. Um, if, yep. we, if, if whatever that person says or does or doesn't say or do, typically it will bring us back to, if it's quote-unquote negative, that I'm not lovable or I'm not worthy. Exactly. When, when the truth is, maybe that person, whoever it is, is just not capable, right, mm-hmm. of loving you for yeah. who you are. It has nothing to do right. with your worth or your lovability. Like, we're not exactly. Um, somebody recently, I think it was Teal Swan. I don't know if you know who she is. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Love her. And um going to put a plug in for her new book, Anatomy yeah. uh, a Loneliness, because I'm reading I'm it right now. I'm excited about like, that. Oh. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> reading it crazy okay. crazy okay. crazy <laughs> truth but anyways um right it's 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 so it, it goes back to childhood and it's so like many of us were born into these families that actually couldn't love and accept us I mean they loved us but they couldn't accept us for who we were right Right, and, and they even, but even that, that they can feel the way they were, they did, right? So yeah, they're just carrying yes. on that programming from their family and their experiences and their hurts and their unhealed wounds and their traumas and you know their their fears about themselves that they're not worthy and they're not lovable. And so you Bingo. know, just recognizing and knowing that you know we're all coming from this, where it's been passed down through generations, oftentimes, you know, and so. I believe that we right now, those of us who are on journey, a path like this and who end up listening to a podcast like this, we have a very unique opportunity to break those patterns in our ancestral lineage. You know, we, st- we can evaluate yeah. and choose again from a place of higher awareness and consciousness, which is so incredibly empowering. Well, and then it yeah. heals not only, you know, and then it not only heals us it actually helps to heal our parents yes right our ancestors like the whole it actually does help to heal the whole lineage yeah um i'm just thinking about like gosh i you know whenever i pick have this monthly topic as you know whatever like this month is truth and boundaries it's like it always stirs my stuff up and i got another opportunity i was completely triggered by my mother last week Mm. again and I thought you know I've done so much work I can't believe I'm being triggered again yeah and but it but it was a blessing right it was a blessing because it helped me to go deeper into you know not only having that compassion for myself but also then being able to have that compassion for her even realizing oh yeah she does these things to get her needs met like that's what she learned you know right. what I mean? And yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just interesting, right? How it keeps coming around. So yeah. you guys, if you're being triggered and the holidays are great for being triggered. Um, exactly. <laughs> it's like looking at it as another opportunity to heal and to find yeah. the truth, right? Yeah. And those, and you know, the most simple questions are really like, okay, um, what's going on here? Like, what can I learn from this? How can I grow from this? How can I heal from this? Because remember, everything is happening for you if you let it. 
And so I love how, you know, you, you saw that situation and because of the tools that you have and the self-awareness that you have, you were also able to shift to that place of, of understanding and compassion ultimately for, for your mother and, you know, why she behaves the way that she does. And when you, I find that when you are able to have more compassion and understanding for someone else's behavior, it's so much easier to not take things personally, right? It's so much easier oh, to, yeah. to unhook from the, the drama and the chaos and the story and all of the, you know, the really intense emotions that are going on or, you know, when someone gets into that same narrative and that same pattern that you don't have to hook in. Like you can, you can stay grounded and centered and aligned within yourself and you can look at it from a place of simple observation and just noticing and just observing and saying, you know, just say to yourself, wow, isn't that interesting? She's operating from that place. And, and she's, she's coming from that place because she believes on some level that that's going to get her needs met. And so when we, when we recognize and know that we can look at someone with greater, with greater compassion and love and stay with us. Right. Because in that moment, even with your awareness, your job is then not to fix her or tell her <laughs> that there's a way out. Your job is to love her. Right. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and also, well, and for me, I'm sure a lot of people listening at some point in our lives, we thought, I don't want to be like my parents. Yeah. And, <laughs> right. And unfortunately, yeah. most of us are being like our parents because we're modeled yeah. to do that. So. So it gave me even a deeper, like, oh, my gosh, like, how have I been doing that same pattern in my life? Yes. Um, oh. And I, I would say the pattern that triggered me with her was badgering me. Like, she kept mm -hmm. just, like, picking at me, badgering me, like, whatever I was doing wasn't good enough, and it wasn't right, and it wasn't making her happy. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, I've been doing that as well. Because I learned it, of yeah. course, so not beating myself yeah. up for it. Yeah, and it but can like, be decided for others, right? <laughs> yeah, and having compassion, yeah. not only for her, but for myself. Like, oh, shit, yeah. like, really, I was doing this, too. Yeah. And yeah. how easy is it that. to do what you've been taught to do, right? Like, mm -hmm. I'm sure she learned it from her mother. I know she did, because I know my grandmother um, quite well. So, yeah, yeah, you guys, I think, I think, like, I don't know, Heather, it feels like this compassion piece is, is big with living your truth as well. It is, yeah. And what you just said is such an important part of, um, I, I would call it the body of work of shadow work, right? So you identified mm -hmm. the pattern and you recognized the trigger for you was badgering. And so when you're doing shadow work, you're identifying where am I that? And so that question, you know, when you identify, well, I'm getting really triggered at this certain behavior, whenever you're triggered and it's something for you and it's in your shadow, the question would be is where am I that? Or where am I denying that I am that? Or is it something that I would say, there's no way, no way, I don't do that. I'm not that. There's no way that I'm that. Because <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to be like our parents. I know it's like, I'm not like that. that. It's like, oh, yeah. I don't do that. Absolutely not. No way. <laughs> and so, you know, then, then we get to, as soon as I do that, right. And I've had those experiences in these past couple of years and I've used, um, we've got some great material to work on shadow with everything that's going on politically, especially 
for a lot of us, right? Um, we're getting really oh, triggered. And thank so, you. Thank you, Trump, for being the buffoon that you are to help <laughs> us see what's not working. <laughs> to add that. Right? Yeah. So, so, you know, when you feel yourself getting really triggered and you want to call names, that's an indication that it's you looking at you. <laughs> and it's in your right. Right. Yeah, you need to look at you because where are you yeah. being yeah. whatever it is that you're condemning? Yeah, or where where are you afraid that you're talking over your pay grade? Right? That was one I spouted at him a couple of years ago. <laughs> oh, wow. So, yeah. 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 Yeah, from that. And then I'm even thinking right now, like with my mom badgering me, um, she didn't make me feel not good enough. I mean, she did as a child, but now as an adult. If I totally feel good enough and not responsible for her happiness, then I wouldn't be triggered anymore. Yeah. And you right? wouldn't take it I would personally. just listen to her. No, I wouldn't take it personally. I would just listen to her like, wow, that is her truth. And that yes. is her perception. But I'm yes. not, I'm totally good enough and I don't have to make her happy. That's not my job. Right. So, right. yeah, I think once we aren't triggered, you guys, then we know that that's aspect is healed and if we are triggered then there's more healing to be done exactly and you know i'm really from this place then like from this place of greater awareness and you know just identifying what's really going on and going like what's deeper down and in, in that moment what's deeper down and that hitting that wound of your own that's your truth that's what's really going on that's what's really causing the upset not the other person's behavior Right. Because ultimately their behavior says everything about them and nothing about you. Your response yeah. to their behavior says everything about you and nothing about them. And so when your response throws you off your center and you get triggered, that's when you know, oh, in this moment, my truth is that this is hitting something deeper down that needs my love. And so I think it's just, you know, just knowing that, just, re just remember that as you <laughs> as you start to get into the holidays and you're around family and, you know, and then from, from that place of going through this process and identifying, guess what guys, then you can actually set healthy boundaries because when you're, when you're oh. in alignment with your truth, that's when you know how to set healthy boundaries, what they should be. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. and, and with, and with <laughs> compassion, we don't actually, Yes. Yeah, we don't actually have to. It's like anytime you go to a holiday event, you guys, especially with family, like go into it like as Heather and I have been talking about, like as an, like looking at it as an opportunity to heal. Yeah. Right. Or to see how much you feel. Right. Like just yeah. to pat yourself on the back and be like, "Woo, I used to get triggered <laughs> by that. And, you know, a great it test. wasn't as bad this time. <laughs> you think you've grown and done your work? Go spend a week with your family. <laughs> That's right. Go see what you've go see yeah. how far the progress you've made. Um, yes. And I think what you said to not take it personally, like just and I know that that's like a great. Um, I mean, I totally practice that again and again, and teach that uh, that book, The Four Agreements. Right? Don't take things mm -hmm. personally as one of the agreements. Um, I think is so important with everybody in our lives, but especially family. Family just seems to be. They seem to know how to push your buttons, right? And yeah. they know it's an opportunity to heal. And that boundaries, you know, I think it's hard to set boundaries if you don't know what your truth is. 
Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that yeah. being in alignment with your truth, it's you're really connected to your core. You're grounded in the truth of who you are. And you know, you know what matters most to you, like really, truly, deeply what matters most to you. Not what other people have told you is important or what society or what your family has told you or what you think is important because of all of those other influences, but really, truly, deeply who you are and, and what is true to your core. And so you're identifying your values and, you know, really understanding what matters most to you. And from that place of being connected to your truth and in your core, that's where you can set healthy boundaries and show up in love. You know, it's really creating that foundation for healthy, meaningful relationships that add to your life instead of take away from your life. Yes. And I keep hearing the word conflict. Um, mm. We need to talk about conflict. And for a lot of us, you know, especially, of course, as children, we didn't want to create conflict because then we wouldn't get yeah. love. Right. Right. But again, as adults, um, I would say we are capable now to handle conflict. As children, maybe we weren't. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes being your truth, setting boundaries means there's going to be disappointment and or conflict. Um, you know, but that's okay. You are capable now to handle it. Whereas as a child, right. we weren't pretty much. Right. Right. Um, so I think that conflict piece is big. There's a belief that I can't, you know, if I do this, I'm going to cause conflict. And then underneath that is I can't handle conflict. And, uh, right. That because really of the fear of abandonment or rejection. Right. So that's, I believe that's tied in to that. So, you know, because we're, that's one of our deepest fears is that we're going to be alone. Mm-hmm. And so we don't want to create conflict because we're afraid of being alone. And, you know, it's just, it's, there are a lot of things that people can do as well. I mean, I'm sure your clients, you know, as well as my clients, I mean, they learn how to have these courageous conversations and how to speak their truth and how to show up in love. And, 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 you know, one of the simplest things that I, I tell people to do when you're having a conversation like this, is just remember, lead with love. Lead with love. Lead with love. Remember that someone else's behavior says everything about them and nothing about you. You know, you've done the work to kind of identify what your truth, that higher truth really is, what's really going on. So you're you're able to take personal responsibility for how you feel and why. So you're really not having a conversation about boundaries in an attacking or judgmental way. You're just coming from being grounded in your truth and able to communicate that with love and lead with love and let them know that you appreciate them and that you honor them and that you acknowledge them. Like, what can you say to them that is affirming, appreciative, or acknowledging so that they can actually, you know, soften a little bit and hear what you have to say? Um, because otherwise, oh, man. to help them feel understood. Defense. Yeah. 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 Ha- because remember, uh, like, whenever, wherever, whenever they're acting from these, you know, trying to However they push your buttons, you guys, it's like yeah. they learned that that's what they needed to do in order to get attention yes. or love, even if it's negative yeah. attention, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, like what Heather's saying, how can you, because I'll be honest, we are all the leaders here. Um, mm-hmm. Most of us are the leaders in our family, of course, um, especially. And then, of yeah. course, to our clients and such. But it's like if you go in knowing you're kind of the leader, you're the quote unquote um, conscious, the more conscious adult here. 
mm-hmm. because we were called to be that, right? It's not a job. We were just called to be that. It's like, if you can come in with compassion and not go on the defense like they are and like, just listen and give some kind of like, wow, I understand that you're feeling this way right now. Even just acknowledging the way somebody feels. No. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to change it's it. It's huge. Uh, no. Yeah. Just, just or take it on. It's your, it's your, it's your fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right, Heather. Yeah, I think that's exactly. Big. It is huge. Yeah. And you're, and remember too, you know, once you, once you have identified and you're, you know, you're feeling more connected to your truth and, and your values and what matters most to you. And, and you've kind of taken inventory. Like this is a great time to take personal inventory of what is and isn't working in your life and becoming aware of unhealthy patterns of behavior um, in, in your life, you know, within yourself or towards others and unhealthy relationship patterns. And when you've identified that and then you, you know, get a chance to, to take a look and assess, you know, is this serving me? Or is this not serving me? And, and what you are and aren't willing to accept anymore. A lot of times, you know, we, we have accepted bad behavior because it's always known, right? So we have to first become aware of what is no longer acceptable to us and that we're no longer going to tolerate that behavior in our life or that treatment. And we ultimately, we, we teach others how to treat us. And so coming yeah. from this place, of greater alignment and grounding and confidence, you can much more easily set and uphold your boundaries. And please, please remember, everyone, please get this, that once you have established your personal boundaries, it is up to you to ensure they are honored. It is no <laughs> one else's responsibility. <laughs> yes, you don't, you don't say, somebody broke my boundary, did it again, and now I'm going to go cry in the corner. I mean, you can cry, yes. but, it's like, yes. but it's like you're not powerless. If somebody right. broke your boundary, what is the consequence? Like for yes. me, it used to be, yeah. I'm just thinking my mom, you know, I had, I had a boundary with my mom when I was talking to her that there were certain things, um, certain ways that she would talk to me that weren't okay with me. And if she did that, yeah. I would give her one warning. And if yeah. she did it again, I would say, okay, the conversation's done now. Goodbye. And I'd hang up and I would not exactly. answer if she'd call me back. Yeah. Right. So that was a boundary yeah. that I had yeah. to enforce. And- Oh my gosh, exactly. Right. And so, and I think, and I hear this a lot from clients that, you know, they think they've communicated what they need from someone. (laughs) And as they're telling me how they said it, I'm like, well, that was so not clear. Like women have this tendency to think that, first of all, men in particular are mind readers and they're not. (laughs) Or that, you know, whoever it is, your mother, your sister, your brother, your father, you know, your in-laws, that you might think that you've communicated to them clearly what you need in any given moment. But again, you cannot expect (laughs) that they have understood what you mean unless you have double checked with them and asked for feedback and ensured that they really did understand you. And even if they really did then understand you, you still cannot expect them to honor the boundaries that you set. You have to be willing to ensure that those boundaries are honored by continuing to communicate what they are, draw that line in the sand like you did, and be willing to make those difficult decisions, staying true to yourself when those boundaries are not honored. And that is serious That's the hard part. work right there. <laughs> yeah. Right, because yeah. it might mean walking away. It might mean yeah. losing that person. Yep. But again, it's yep. like 
don't we want to be with people ultimately that mm. love and accept us for who our true self is and who honor our boundaries? So even yeah. if you need to walk away from somebody, mm -hmm. there's going to be more people then that will come in yeah. that are in alignment. Yeah. Right? So. And I know for family, it's really difficult. And I've had this experience in my own family that is, um, you know, I can, you know, with, with a close family member of mine, I, I can love and accept him for who he is and still not allow the relationship to continue because the boundaries have been crossed too many times. And the relationship became, um, you know, verbally and mentally and emotionally abusive. And it just was nonstop. And every time I would try to to reinforce and communicate my boundaries of how I what I will and will not accept, it just it wasn't it just was not honored. And so ultimately, I had to make the decision to communicate very clearly from a place of love and being grounded in my truth, letting letting him know that I can no longer be in relationship with him. And this is why. And I love him and I accept him. And I hope that he finds a path to to happiness and to healing and that when he's on that path, he can reach back out. And mm. that was one of the hardest things I've ever done. I mean, I... Oh, yeah, it, it is. Yeah. Been there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Been there, and that is very hard. And yeah, also realizing, I think a lot of people don't want to hurt other people. Yeah. But realizing that hurting yourself, like that is, I mean, not that we want to hurt others, but... Um, you know, taking care of ourselves, loving yes. ourselves, keeping ourselves mm -hmm. safe is number one. Number one. Yeah. And, and remember, you know, that, and, yeah. allowing bad behavior is enabling bad behavior. And so recognize Absolutely. and know that if you are allowing the bad behavior to continue, that you are also enabling that bad behavior. So, uh, you know, you're not giving that other person the opportunity to learn to grow, to change, to break down so that they can break through, right? And so those boundaries and, and enforcing those boundaries are yeah. so very important, right? And, and they may be hurt help, or they, they, or they may, <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, so they may be hurt, they may be angry that you did that, but ultimately it was for their highest good too because yes, that's actually hurting themselves that, to act like that, um, whether they realize it or not. Right, Ooh, right. So I know Heather, we could we could go oh, um, girl. we could go probably for a, a whole day, <laughs> but I see we're at the end of our time. So yeah. I just want to put out to anyone who's live today, if you have a question or a comment or an aha, um, just please raise your hand, star two, or submit a question in the box, the webcast. Um, if you're on the webcast, and um, in the next couple of minutes, and while we're waiting to see if anybody has anything to share. Um, Heather, could you tell us a little bit about your um, your gift, Manifesting Miracles? And then I'll tell people how to get it. But could you tell us a little bit about yeah. that? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I really, mindset is everything, you guys. It is It is everything. All that we've been talking about today is really becoming aware of our deeper core programming that, you know, the mindset that we are operating and living our lives from. And so in this process of, of undoing the fear and undoing the programming that is no longer serving us, what are we replacing that with, right? And, and how are we shifting out of, out of that place into something that is better, that is serving us? And so I created this 
it's a, it's a beautiful guide to manifesting miracles through gratitude walks. And I don't know if you've ever done that, Tanya, but I just absolutely love gratitude walks. It will, I mean, if you're feeling funky and you want to feel fabulous and you want to shift out of that funk right away, start, start being grateful, right? And this is Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday because it's all about gratitude and it's about looking for what you um, really truly appreciate and being in that place of gratitude in your heart and in your mind. And so this Manifesting Miracles Gratitude Walk is a, um, a sequence, it's a playlist of certain songs that I've put together that are just so powerful in helping you to, um, you know, feel the emotion that is going to lift your vibration and raise you up out of whatever the funk is that you're feeling so that you can be in a different mind space. Um, so it's an instruction, it's a guidebook on how to do that. And then you just pop your headphones in and go for a walk. So if if you're getting triggered on Thursday, and by the way, you guys, it's also a full moon. <laughs> oh my God, so, is it really? <laughs> yes, Thursday's a full Holy moon. Holy cow! So brace yourselves for the drama oh, and the chaos watch out for and the, the werewolf emotions. <laughs> <laughs> the, the werewolf and the uh, and the she wolf. Inner watch children. out. <laughs> And the wounded inner children that come out and play when the the shadow sides are are illuminated and with the full moon, right? So if you need a break, you guys, and you want to shift out of that that funk and out of that that lower vibration and into something more positive and uplifting, pop your headphones in and go for a walk. Do that for yourself. Oh, and Heather, yeah, I love be that. in gratitude. You know, so you're gonna take a walk and it's, and your foot hits the ground and you're gonna say thank you for. And you are going to that entire walk, find things to be grateful for. And you're going to call in how you want to feel. So enjoy that. I think being outside in nature is is very easy. It makes it easier, too, to have gratitude for some reason. So, Heather, that sounds amazing. I'm going to actually um, download that as soon as we're done here and go for a walk. So you guys, to get, yay, to get Heather's (laughs) Manifesting Miracles, if you are live right now and you're on the webcast, there is a button at the top of the screen that says Heather's Gift. All you need to do is click that. If you are on the phone right now or if you are listening via Podbean or iTunes or any of those other uh, podcast platforms, you can go to tanyapenny.com, click on podcast at the very top of the screen, and then scroll down. Uh, it'll be right at the top pretty much and see Heather's beautiful face, um, the replay of this lovely conversation, insightful conversation, and right underneath that is the link to Heather's gift, Manifesting Miracles. Um, and you, you haven't yet, if you're new to my community, you can also receive my free gift, the Vibrant Body and Abundant Life Starter Kit. And that includes the 10 Keys Blueprint Guide, an audio lesson that walks you through the guide, as well as one of my secret tools to help shift your beliefs, to help get in touch with and release negative emotions and plant seeds for what you desire. And that's the guided therapeutic meditation practice. So make sure you grab that too. So Heather, mm-hmm. thank you so much for being here today. And do you have any just like parting um, nugget, nugget, a wisdom, a little piece of nugget um, in regards to your truth and boundaries, just something you want to leave us with today? Mm. Oh, there's so many things. I think, you know, really just this shift in perspective, if we can go about 
the holiday season and just go about our lives moving forward as seeing everything is happening for us if we allow it and that we use whatever it is that's throwing us throwing us off our center for our own growth, our own healing, our own evolution. I think, you know, just, just think about how different you would feel about what's going on in your life. Just that simple shift, just seeing things differently is so profound. And I just, I just hope that for all of you, just remember that inner peace is just a thought away. It truly is just a thought away. It's just a simple shift in perspective of how you're choosing to see the situation that you can be at peace immediately if you choose a different thought. And so that would be what I would hope to leave everyone with. And um, thank you so much for this conversation. It was, it was enriching and deep and lovely. And I'm, I'm just so happy to have been here with you today. Oh, Heather, thank you so much. I'm like talking about gratitude again. I'm just, I'm grateful that that we have this connection and that we were able to come together, even though we both have, um, it's funny because I'm like, we're both talking about slowing down, but yet we're both busy. <laughs> we're busy slowing <laughs> <Yeah>. down <laughs> so that we could we could come together in our, our slow down busyness to have this conversation yeah. um, mm-hmm. and to share so much with people that are listening right now. And yeah, and just to add on, um, I love how you said that, you know, it's just a change of, it's, it could be just a simple, even though it's not always easy, a change of your thought. Right, a change of perception, a change of belief, a change of thought. And I guess the thing I want to just add to that is just be compassionate and gentle with yourself. Like, you know, I've been doing this work deeply for about 10 years now, and I can still fall off the thought wagon <laughs> into yeah. my old, my old shitty thought patterns, um, which are, you know, typically usually lies. And but, you know, it's every time you can catch yourself. It's that progress, not perfection. Don't beat yourself up. Mm-hmm. Um, just remember that healing takes time and compassion and patience. Um, and that goes for yourself and with others. So yeah. I guess with that, I just want to say thank you to everybody um, that's here live today, um, everyone that's listening to the replay. And if this resonated with you, I'm going to guess that there's somebody else in your life that could use this this podcast episode on your truth and boundaries. So Feel free to share it with people in your lives, coworkers, family, friends, strangers, um, and just make sure you receive all your free gifts and listen to all the previous podcast episodes too. There's just so much there on these 10 keys. So wishing everybody a beautiful holiday season, a peaceful holiday season, and we'll see you in December. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to Vibrant Body and Abundant Life with Tanya Penny. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend and be sure to leave us a favorable review at iTunes. And remember to visit tanyapenny.com to receive all of your favorite free expert gifts, including Tanya's virtual workshop, The Vibrant Body and Abundant Life Blueprint.